The time has come. Turn your speakers up. You are now listening to the Business of Your Mind podcast with Felipe Barganier. Brought to you by Gab International. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? This is Felipe Barganier with the Business of Your Mind. What is going on? What is going on? What is going on? Once again, this is Felipe Barganier with the business of your mind. Yeah, I said it. What is going on, my good peoples? This is Felipe Barganier. We are having a phenomenal year thus far. Can everybody say amen? Can I get an amen and a whoop whoop in the chat box? Just want everybody to know that this year is your year. This year is a phenomenal, phenomenal time for you to be living. This is a phenomenal time for you to get your mind right. And what are we talking about today, y'all? That money. But the one thing that people don't realize is that when you're talking about wealth and getting wealth and gaining wealth and acquiring wealth is that you got to keep that wealth. You know what I'm saying? People talk about being rich, but we're going to talk about being wealthy today. And being wealthy starts in several places that you probably don't even think about. Do you want to be wealthy and lonely? Do you want to be wealthy temporarily? Or do you want to be wealthy enough to leave a legacy for your family and everybody else? If you want to be wealthy, can I get a amen in the chat? Can I get a let's get it in the chat? Can I get a let's get it on? Because we're about to bring it to you tonight. These episodes, I commit to you, we're going to make sure that when you walk away from any and every episode of the business of your mind, that you're going to walk away with things that are going to make you a better person, make you wealthier physically, mentally, and spiritually and definitely financially i appreciate that facebook user it ain't telling me who y'all so tell me who y'all who's that just said amen but listen we're about to do some some phenomenal things and oh hold on before i even say that your body your your body is one place shot out to my trainer y'all i fly out to houston just a train. I'm about to get in beast mode because who want to be wealthy? You don't want to have money and be looking like you worth $5. You know what I'm saying? Can I get an amen for that? <laughs> Can I get a, oh, it's the asylum in the house. Shout out to everybody in the asylum. Michelle Johnson, what's going on? Oh, my, my Gemini buddy in the building. Let's get it. Let's get it. So, the one thing I've had a lot of people reach out to me over the last couple of weeks, you know, talking about, uh, you know, different things regarding this whole AMC and cryptocurrency and just different things. Just people not understanding, you know, basic fundamental principles of money. But we're going to have that conversation on, on a later date because that's a whole that's a whole training session. That's a 
you know, 20, ooh, how long have I been doing this? 22 years in this industry has taught me a lot and I've seen a lot. And people get excited about the wrong things. What I'm going to tell you is that wealth is not something that is a, it should not be the boogeyman in your life. Wealth principles can be taught today regardless of where you are and you can always, always, always develop the proper habits. I don't care if you're working at McDonald's or if you're working at IBM, if you're the CEO of Apple. Wealth principles can be implemented today to change the trajectory of you and your family. So today we're about to get to it because at the end of the day, the last thing I want anybody to ever think is that where you came from, where you are in your life, what your educational background is or whatever, is that you can't at some point in time at least set your family up to be in a position to be in a wealthy place. And so many people, you know, just don't understand, you know, how this whole thing works. So, and one of the biggest things is, you know, I got, I got eight different, eight different things I want to talk about today. The first one is, you know, a lot of people uh, don't realize the impact that their upbringing can have on them, not have on them in the sense that you can't have. I got you, CC. Yes, we're about to help them all. Can the church say amen? We're about to go to church today, y'all. Y'all want to go to church? We're going to the money church, though, and not the kind of church where you're giving money. We, this is the kind of church where you are increasing your territory. So with that being said, people continue to think that because of how they grew up, that's going to dictate their future. And you can listen, you can look at statistics and different things that say, you know, that because of this or because of that, that you are more that you are predisposed to being to repeat that's some bull because if that was the case bill gates wouldn't be a billionaire jeff bezos would not be a trillionaire and neither would elon musk none of these people's parents had trillions of dollars or billions of dollars so yeah did they start farther than you so what but they had an idea and what it what what that requires is for us to unlearn all of this stuff that we're taught growing up, you know, a lot of the things that we have, you know, uh, if you grew up in the Baptist church or in the church period, you know, money is the root of all evil. Um, you know, all these cliches and things that people don't understand. Yes. The love of money is the root of all evil. But the last time I checked, if you ain't got no money, you ain't got no house. You ain't got a car. You <laughs> yeah, probably ain't got a significant other, especially if you're a dude. You ain't got no lady. You know what I'm saying? I mean, money, we need money to function. But the thing about money is that we have to know how to properly use exactly CC. I need, want, and idea. I need to elaborate on that, CC. And I got a screen over here looking at it, and I see CC talking. So I got to make sure I understand. But people got to, 
you got to really understand that when it comes to money, money is something that money, money is not what we think of in the physical sense. Money is energy, and you can attract that energy, to, that energy to you regardless of where you are in life. But what happens is that we get told, you know, by our parents, you know, I've heard parents say crazy stuff to their kids like, ah, she wants a million-dollar idea. Oh, see, see, you need to come holler at your boy. I can't wait till y'all see these testimonials that, 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 uh, that, that our coaching clients have, uh, have, um, have been having over the last month or so. Like they have been having phenomenal results. And I see Phil Reynolds in the house. When people understand that as you, as you think of so comes, and I probably just made some sh up right there, but y'all understand what I'm saying. As you think, if you're always thinking like a lot of our parents thought, oh, you know, I've, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to work hard enough to get my retirement, to get my pension. Well, guess what, y'all? The majority of us ain't got no pensions. I'm just trying to work long enough, you know, hopefully I'll be able to retire. And that's, that's the saddest thing. Like, I, I run across people all the time that, you know, and of course, these are older, my, my older clients, or even friends and family that um, that from that will say things like, you know, they don't know if they're ever going to retire. I got clients in their thirties saying nonsense. I'm like, you're 30 years old. I don't care if you're making $30,000 a year. There is no reason in the helicopter that you should not be able to retire. Like it, it just, it just makes no sense. But what that, what, what that comes from is that people don't understand Really, I'm finna throw a word out here that you probably would never expect to hear from somebody that, that's about to talk about some money. How easy it is for you to set yourself up. It's easy. But what it but what it requires is for you to have a mindset shift. It requires you to get from that consumer mindset to that investor mindset to stop trying to consume everything and get on the other side of that cash flow quadrant where now you have your money making money and we have a strategy within our firm where we teach show people how to, you know, becoming our own bank and all kind of, you know, unique, unique strategies. And we're not talking about my firm right now, but I'm just mentioning that it is easy for you to acquire wealth, but the, but what you have to be committed to is yourself. Are you more committed to that new that 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 uh new uh Louis Vuitton bag, that new Benz, that new Lexus, and you spending a thousand dollars a month on a car note when you could have easily saved, you could have got you a Hyundai Sonata for. $300, $400 a month, took that other $600, put it in the right vehicle, committed to doing that. Every time you got a raise, you put that money aside. Now you see this money growing and working for you. And now you ain't even, 
you ain't even stress about nothing because you set yourself up to where you ain't even got to worry about 45, 55, 65 years. You decide when you want to retire. Right now, Uncle Sam telling a lot of us, hey, look, you going to retire at age 59 and a half. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Let's keep on moving the bar. So I think it's at 67 right now or something. You know, we can. Come on now. You want to make sure that you're in control of that. Self-esteem brings esteem cuts. Self, self-awareness brings esteem. Cuts that consumerism. Hey Amen. I wish I could see Facebook user number three, whoever that is. That, is that Manny? I don't know who that is. But once you stop thinking that it's your job to keep Walmart, because that's basically what you're doing. Once you stop thinking that it's your job to keep Walmart in business, to keep Amazon in business, and I'm not knocking these businesses because we need them, right? We need them, but you don't have to go buy a new pair of shoes. You know, I mean, I know people that's buying. Hey, look, if if uh, well, <laughs> what they say, a hit dog, a hit dog will holler. You ain't gotta, uh, okay, Michelle. Michelle, I need for you to. Uh, it's, it's it's a way for you to turn on your notifications so we can see who you know, what your name is, but um. My Gemini, buddy. Um, but you want to make sure that you're not in the habit of continuing to make billionaires trillionaires. They on their yachts. You at home trying to make ends meet because you had to have that new, what's the first thing Walmart does? Walmart Target Best Buy does on Black Friday. Advertise, they got this 155-inch <laughs> TV for $100. And everybody runs to go get the TV, right? But it's not about the TV. It's not about the TV. They have that TV. The TV is the hook. Because they know when you get in there, you're going to spend another thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand, three, four thousand dollars. Why? We all love our kids, and there are things that you can do to make sure that their futures are, are, are straight. But we we are so busy trying to consume and make the, and we and we complain, we, we have the audacity to complain about wealthy people when who's making the wealthy people rich? Us. We need to be on the other side of that. I'm headed there to wealth. You you can be headed there to wealth because what it is, it's a shift in mindset. And no, Phil, you should not. Boy, Phil Reynolds just said, so I shouldn't buy the newest bit screen with my $1,400 check from Biden. That is a very good, what, man, you, hey, you feel no better. Feel, hey, you know, feel no better. You already know. You know, Phil, Phil is a part of Gab now. So, you know, Phil, no, nah, we don't do that around here, brother. No, nah, don't, don't spend no $1,400 stimulus check on her because that's what they want you to do. 
That's why they call it a stimulus, so you can stimulate the economy and get be right back broke again. People get refund checks at tax time. What do they do with them? They get they got a new car. Do you know that statistically? A lot of people, when they get refund checks, they get a car. Oh, I got a new car. Oh, but guess what they're getting from? They get they're getting from buy your buy, buy your pay here because the credit man, the credit is bad. They don't they don't understand the power of money. So they're making decisions that are gonna have them in a perpetual state of paying high interest with a car and not being able to ever get out of that hole because now you're paying. And then the problem is the, a lot a lot of the cars don't get repo because they paid that huge down payment to the buy here, pay here. And what people don't understand about buy here, pay here lots is that buy here, pay here, they can come and take your car tonight. If you are late at midnight, your car can be gone at 12.01. What in the hell kind of sense does that make? So let's go back to this wealth thing. Your mindset. You have to you have to have a mental shift where we stop thinking about, you know, what everybody else cares about us. Do you think that Warren Buffett cares if Bill Gates don't like his shoes? Do you think Warren Buffett cares if Bill Gates don't like the the color of the shirt he got on? Do you think Bill Gates care of Warren Buffett? No. But us, the people that aren't in those tax in those tax brackets, brackets. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there, Michelle. That that that, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, she says, I remember getting a $600 Ford Taurus with a tax refund. So many lessons to teach. Amen, my Gemini sister. People got to, we have to stop complaining about, I love rich people. I love wealthy people. I don't see them as evil. I see them as prudent business people. As long as you ain't robbing or stealing, they ain't come in your house and tell you to buy that $5,000 purse. They didn't come in your house and tell you to spend $200 on a pair of tennis shoes. They didn't come in your house and tell you to buy a Benz and you stand in a in a in an apartment and can barely pay the rent. They they didn't do that. You did it to yourself. We can blame the media and everything else. So look, we have to break the chains of consumerism. That's lesson number three. The impact of breaking chains. Once you're able to break those chains, and I don't know about you all, but I grew up in a household where my mother, Lord rest her soul, I love you, mom. She had poor money management habits. I mean, we got evicted. We we were homeless for a minute. Um like it was like it was it was like we weren't homeless on the street, but we was without a home <laughs> when my sister was in college. We was homeless. So, uh, but I saw my my mom. She would do things like not pay the rent, not pay the light bill, and she was always saying she was broke. 
people would come in the house with riches bags, with all these shoes. And I want you to do a test on yourself. The next time you 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 say that, you use that word. And what we're also going to stop doing is never say that you're broke. Never say you ain't got no money. Never just do not speak those words into existence because what you're what, what you're training your mind to do is to think that this is a state that you're supposed to be in. So once once you continue to say, I am broke or I don't have any money, I am not this, and I and I reject that for anybody listening to this, but I'm just trying to make a point. What you're doing there then is that you're training yourself to actually internalize that into that's the state that you want to be in. Because you're, you're, no, I'm always talking about your mind not understanding negatives. You don't, you don't realize that your mind wants to obey you and it is going to obey you. So if you're constantly speaking ill of wealth, Speaking ill of your finances, guess what? Even when you get money, it's going to seem like it just slides right out the window because you have trained yourself that, oh, my God, I got too much money in the bank. And now, so now all of a sudden, what's going to start? You're going to start getting attracted to everything that you don't need. You know, just like Phil. Phil want to go buy this dag on TV for $1,400 with his body stimulus check. I dare you, Phil. We're going to have a talk in the morning, brother. You can't be going out there and buying no teeth, man. What's wrong with you, man? But <laughs> there you go. Phil said, I am wealthy. In my house, my kids know that I don't, we, we, we don't use words that are going to, uh, for lack of a better way of saying this, that are going to go against the basic principles and foundations of us being able to move forward. I got a four-year-old son. This little dude will say things like, I can't tie my shoe. I'm like, you can, you can't, you can tie your shoe. You don't want to tie your shoe, but you can. We don't, I don't like all, all that negative talk. Cause again, your, your subconscious does not understand that you're not saying that you don't want money. It doesn't, it, but it doesn't understand that. So you got to break those chains from like, we all have different things, different programming. And when Dr. Manny's on, we talk about, you know, um, different mindset tricks and different things that you can do via hypnotherapy and different. Um, and, and really just by having the right people around you. And one of the things that you also have to start doing is, is stop believing that anybody is better than you. Believe that, and that's that's lesson number four. Is the impact of you believing that the impossible is possible? I don't believe that anything that any man on this planet that ha- that, that any I don't believe that there's any man on this planet that can do anything that I can't do. Point blank. Period. If you work for any of my companies, you, you know how I operate. I come to you, I come to you tomorrow and be like, hey, look. <laughs> Uh, then we just see uh, Elon Musk. He just what's, what's that? SpaceX. We got SpaceX on our radar. 
We have SpaceX. Oh, I got a, I, we got another Gab Gab individual in the house. Mr. Mr. Anthony, the Beast Robinson has chimed in. And what did you say, Anthony? He's watching on uh, YouTube live. Wealth is a mindset. We need to be reprogrammed. Job just over broke is what we are trained early as success. Yes, and I wonder who did that, Anthony. The wealthy people, because what do wealthy people need? Employees and people to work for them. So they are going to make sure of that. And not knocking anybody. It ain't ever, everybody don't want to be wealthy. And that's cool. Everybody don't want to be rich. Some people just want to work. If that's you, cool. No shade. And, but even, even then, you can do things with your paycheck to make sure that you, that, that you are wealthy. One of the things that, I never do is tell myself that I can't do anything. I don't care what it is. Like right now I'm taking coding classes. I'm, you know, cause I want to understand AI. Miss me and me and Phil been talking about some stuff offline, you know, in the tech sector. I just launched a, a tech company called blue leaf technologies. And we'll be doing some phenomenal things, but had I had I thought that my lack of understanding of computers was gonna stop that, then I wouldn't even do it. But it's like, no, I, I've had I've had ideas for different tech projects for years. It ain't my job. Do you think when when the last time you think Bill Gates touched a, a computer or uh, and, and had, had and built it and built it himself? He ain't doing it. That ain't how this work. You got visionaries. You got implementers. And you got people that help fulfill the vision. And when you when you start thinking that the impossible is possible, it allows you to become the most creative version of yourself. Me and Phil the other day were talking, and one of the things that I I do often is each day I write down 10 ideas. So what you're doing is people don't understand how powerful your mind is. So your mind is a muscle. Your mind is the strongest muscle in your body, if you really think about it. So if you strong so if you exercise your mind And you continue to feed it ideas. They might start small, but what's going to happen is your visionary muscle. And look, I know we got doctors in the audience. If I'm saying something wrong, just Felipe, the, the, your, your brain is not a muscle. I know it ain't a muscle. It's, a, it's an organ. Look, y'all, I'm, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a physician. I got a lot of physician friends. That's why I'm say, saying this right now. But, um, you want to make sure that as you're developing your your mind that you continue to focus on positive things. I right, appreciate that CC. Thank you. You know, I'm you know, some people watch the show like, "Um sir, you uh you know that you you mentioned that the brain was a was in muscle. I know it ain't a muscle. You ain't you not don't. But thank you. I appreciate that. You know what, CC, you're all right with me. Tell your husband I said what's up, and he can have that meme too. But um, 
So, yeah, so people need to understand that regardless of where you came from or what you believed about yourself growing up or what you were told about yourself growing up or what you were surrounded by growing up, whether you were surrounded by uh, wealthy individuals or broke individuals or individuals that were on drugs or whatever, you are able to you are able to manifest the life that you desire. Just like that. Because where your mind goes, guess what follows that? Your life. People don't understand, you know, even when the Bible says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. So what does that mean? It don't mean that you that you will never have self doubt. It would. It does not mean that you will never have um, moments of weakness where you are afraid that things aren't going to work. But as long as you continue to move forward and stay in a happy place and have this much faith. People don't understand how small a mother's seed is. <laughs> I see, you see, see. Uh, a mustard seed is this small. I got some big old hands, y'all, so I'm trying to show y'all how small it is. I know y'all can't see the hole, but y'all get the point. That means that all it takes is you having a little bit of faith. A little bit. You ain't got to believe, oh, you know, I'm going to change the world and I believe with all my being and all my spirit. Now, it's good if you do that because I, I know how to do that. And, it, once you, and But what happens is that it starts small. It's kind of like love and anything else. It starts small. CC said that mustard seed is tiny and it is smaller than your pinky nail. Now, look at this. Now, you know, I know some of y'all pink is smaller than mine, you know, but but do you understand that? Do you understand that you have the power to change and manifest anything you want in your life to become wealthy? But you have to operate in a wealthy place. How many people you think that are wealthy that did not inherit the wealth, but that created the wealth became wealthy with the poverty mindset? Think about it. If Mark Zuckerberg, who likes to put people in Facebook jail <laughs> in the asylum, that's an inside joke. Um, just wanted Facebook to be this little idea that he used when he started on college campuses and it just stayed right there. We, I, I, we wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be able to see me right now unless you're watching me on YouTube. The different streaming platforms we're on, Apple, Spotify, you wouldn't be able to listen to this podcast because people would have not had the vision to see 
it through because they would have stopped at a certain point. And once you understand how strong vision is, you don't let anything stop you. You don't let what anybody thinks about you. You don't let your upbringing. You don't let your race. That's that's something else we need to talk about too. Racism exists, but guess who's higher? Your God is higher. The universe does not care about race. God does not care about race. And there are things that we can do every day to make a little bit of change. You take one small step every day by the end of the year, I guarantee you, you can create the life of your dreams. But you have to be willing to take those steps. Excuse me. And one of those is believing that the impossible is possible. Rule number five, study people with money. Uh Oh, think that's a, okay. Make, make the vision plain. Amen. Amen. I'm going to assume that's Michelle. Amen. My Gemini sister. And CC said, that's correct, but don't miss the blessings for the foolishness. Amen. Hey, can we raise an offering? Can we raise an offering? If you're listening to this on, you know, on the recording on Spotify or wherever, feel free to send an offering. Send an offering to the asylum. Send an offering to the asylum. Can I get an amen? <laughs> I'm gonna put a I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a church sound effect in here one day. But When you start to, and when I say study people with money, some of my homies, my virtual homies are Warren Buffett, Ray Dalio, Robert Kiyosaki, Elon Musk, Richard Branson. But by the grace of God, I do have friends. I I, I do have friends that are billionaires. But I, I didn't always have that. I've got friends that have a lot of money. I didn't always have that. So what you got to do is study what these people are doing. When you see Mark Zuckerberg on a, on a, uh, speaking on Facebook live, a, a man, CC said they, they have Facebook friends and I love that they use the word friends, right? Cause they make it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Facebook friends with, you know, with, uh, Warren Buffett or whomever. <laughs> YouTube is your friend. YouTube, you can you can literally you're not feeling bad, you're feeling like you're in an ugly place, just put something in the search bar on YouTube. Show me how to be wealthy. Show like anything you can find anything on YouTube or Google. But a lot of people don't understand that that's a simple brain hack. Every morning all you got to do is begin to listen to individuals that you might not know them personally, but you can develop a personal relationship with them. It'll be one-sided, but who cares? What you're doing is learning what they learn. Once you take the mystique off of people or man or people, men, woman, that you um, 
believe are holier than thou or that are better than you or because of their wealth or their fame, and you realize that these are just people, it changes the dynamic of the way that you even view people. That's why, like, I don't get excited. I don't care who the celebrity is. I don't get excited. Like, you can't, you can't excite me with celebrity. You just can't. Would it be cool to, you know, to if Warren Buffett knocked on my door and said, "Hey, if you want, oh yeah, of course you can talk to me." But I'm like, "Oh my God, it's Warren Buffett! Oh my God!" No. Because these are people, these are human beings. And what happens is that when you treat them like human beings, they are so used to not being treated like that, that it is easy for you to attract that type of friend because everybody else wants to use them for their knowledge. And you can have these people become your friends. You can have these people become mentors because most of them, they they want to give. They're not selfish. It's hard for you to become a, a, a multi-billionaire and have a selfish heart. If you understand the parable of the sower. So it's like you have to make sure that when you're CC, man, oh, CC, well, we're finna turn this into the church of CC, y'all. Send all donations to CC, Zelle, her cash app, or her PayPal. And CC, we're in the church of CC right now. <laughs> She's giving me energy, y'all. She's giving me energy. Between her and Michelle, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's a toss-up right now. Phil done fell off. I guess Phil said, Felipe, I got to go. <laughs> but once you start realizing that regardless of how much wealth somebody has, Warren Buffett ain't always been a billionaire. Bill Gates started his business out of his parents' garage. Jeff Bezos' garage. Facebook garage. The founder of Best Buy does not have in high school. I think he, I think he may have finished high school, but he don't have a college education. A lot of these people do not finish college. So it has nothing to do with your education. Okay, there you go. Phil, you know you better check in. I'm just kidding. But uh, once you start to realize that when we're idolizing people, it's good to appreciate people, but idolatry is not good. Oh my God, CC preaching again, CC. Yes, be willing to crawl and possibly restart before you run. That's a whole nother sermon right there. If y'all heard the first couple of episodes of this show, y'all know my story. Is this ain't for the you looking at a man that's done gone through the fire and went back through it again. And once you start to realize that these people are just like you and I. They had a vision. And right now, uh, Brother Phil and I are reading the book called Buddha and the Badass. I can curse, right? I, 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 I can say that, Phil. Uh, <laughs> but 
the whole purpose, like one of the things I'm not finished, but one of the things that I'm getting from the book at this point is that. And I had I had a friend of mine in 2018 when I was going through all that, you know, my my divorce, my mom dying and all this, you know, losing 80 percent of my income that told me that Felipe, the ingredients are there. You just got to move. And the ingredients will come to you. That's what this book is talking about. The ingredients. And people don't understand. People think that, oh, I got to have all the money when I first start. I got to have, you know, the most important is the most important piece of the equation is you and your vision. Do you have the faith of a mustard seed? That hell or high water. This is going to work. Do you have that faith? Now, see, Michelle has read Buddha and the Badass. Do you understand that there is nothing any different or there's nothing that's better? It's a better way of saying this. There's nothing that's better than you. as it relates to what somebody else has. They don't have magic pixie dust. And I know we try to vilify people that have wealth and we, the first thing we want to do in certain communities is say that because this person has, you know, oh, they worth $500 million in the Illuminati. Okay, some of these people might be in whatever the Illuminati, but there are people that I, I assure you aren't in the Illuminati. They have they are successful because they work their ass off. So we gotta we gotta we have to take we have to take the uh, the need to vilify wealth out of our spirits. We want to vilify people because we don't understand. And like a mo- most of the time, when they start talking about the Illuminati, they they talking about a rapper or something, but I'm like, wait, hold, wait, wait, hold, hold, wait, wait, wait. Wait, okay, so you make it seem like it's illegal to have a couple of million dollars, because a lot of these rappers, yeah, they might be worth X number of dollars. If you look at the catalog and yada, 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 but they might not only they might only have five million dollars, if that. But we want to vilify people. So number five, like I said, study people with money. You can do that via YouTube reading. Uh, there are a lot of Ray Dalio has a phenomenal book called Principles that I highly recommend. Um, and this next one. It's next where some people might turn the podcast off because I know y'all love what I'm about to, the, 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 the thing I'm about to talk about next. It's a hard one for a lot of people. You need to, you need to check the impact of the broke people that are around you. Ooh. Did, did y'all feel that? Did it get hot? It got, I got hot. <laughs> All those negative people that have negative talk about money and negative this and negative that, they shoot down every idea you got or they try to belittle 
you at any chance that they get because of their lack of vision, they don't need to be around you. Because what happens is that, I'm going to use the analogy of a marriage. I've been married twice. And I would say that definitely in the second marriage, we were in a wealthy place as a couple. And what I mean by that is financially, we were doing very well. But spiritually, we were in a, in a wealthy place. We used to travel together. We used to have fun together. And people that weren't happy start to poison the relationship by their lack of commitment or things that they had going on personally. And I get that we all want to help people, you know, have somebody, you know, to talk to and confide in. But what you got to do very which you have to do very well, you have to learn how to not internalize other people's negativity. So when I'm talking to somebody, yes, I am there for my friends, but if you're having a very negative conversation and your conversation is always negative, eventually we're not going to work. I get having some momentary lapses and you need somebody to speak life into you. Okay. But if that person is every time you talk to them, I ain't got no money. Yeah, I'll be glad when I, and I reject this whole thing I'm saying right now. I reject it, I reject it. I ain't got no money. I'm so broke. I'm just tired, and I reject all of this. But you continue to allow those people to plant little seeds in your life, plant little seeds in your mind, that's a problem. Because eventually, as your growing, guess what else is growing? That seed that they just imparted in your spirit. Absolutely. CC and Michelle, 100 is what Cece said. And Michelle said, I will love you from a distance. Absolutely. It don't mean I don't like you. But shoot, I'm on a mission. I can't, you know, and then, you know, people start, you know, thinking that you think you're better than them. And yada, yada, yada. No, we just rest. We just on a different level right now as far as you want to be in a negative space. I want to be in a positive space. I am an optimist by nature, so it's difficult for me to stay in a negative place. I'm just optimistic about about everything, about life. Like I said, I've been married twice. Everybody like, you married again? Yes, I will get married again. (laughs) I, you know, I know what mistakes I made. I know what decisions led me to choose who I chose, but also things that I did wrong in in the relationships things that they did wrong and things that we did wrong in the beginning that led to all of that. We we didn't have certain discussions. Absolutely. There are levels to this, man. CC, what? Well, if y'all, CC need about, how much money you need in your cash app or your Zelle or whatever we doing, CC? 
make sure these folks know how much money we need with all this wisdom and you 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 imparting in us. I appreciate the support and love, Michelle and Cece. But you got to make sure that you don't allow poison to, oh, Cece, I don't feel bad. Like my whole family kind of disowned me a little bit. And I was like, hey, look, See, I was about to go. I was about to go somewhere, but I am not gonna go there. I will reserve that for my mind. <laughs> but uh, happiness is, is paramount. Um, I'll just say that uh, my happiness is paramount. I'll just say that, as well as the other person. But if we ain't making each other happy, and you're doing certain things, like I just can't stay. Like you know, and I don't. I don't leave because you changed your hair red. I leave for things that are detrimental and that can possibly cause harm to myself. But people don't want you to level up. I remember I was in a relationship. I'm not going to mention if it was a marriage or a relationship, but I was in a, most of my relationships have, have been long-term. And I remember End of the relationship as I was leveling up financially. The person said that they were getting uncomfortable because their friends could not do what we could do. And I'm like, what they got to do with me? If they're friends, they're going to appreciate and be happy for us regardless of where we are or where they are. If I have to shrink myself in order for you to be my friend, then you're not a friend. But this person was hell bent on seeming like they were the same. And Anybody remember that Deion Sanders song? If you remember the Deion Sanders song, must be the money. Y'all remember that song? (laughs) That song where Deion was talking about how, you know, people don't want you to change when you get money. You know, and uh, you don't change who you are. But I'm sorry. My zip code probably going to change my car. If I went from having 50000 to making a million dollars to making 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars, yeah, I don't think the car I'm driving right now is going to be sufficient. I also think I'll probably go on trips that a lot of people probably that I, you know, can't afford, which is again, that leveling up process. They you also hear it too. The higher you go, the fewer friends you're going to have and, or you have to find new friends. And that's because you'll have some day ones there, but absolutely CC a whole lot going to change. 
And I'm sorry. Like there's no, no, I'm not sorry. Let me, I'm not sorry. <laughs> A lot gonna change. So what? So what you have to do is, you have to make sure that you're surrounding yourself and continue to evolve. You continue to evolve. All right, Michelle. The way I travel my plane, gonna. Tra- Amen to that. Me, hey, me and Phil were just talking about that. My plane gonna change because my plane gonna have my name on. How about that? <laughs> I don't need a plane. But people, they want to stay with the same people, and I'm okay with that. Look, if we can, if you can handle me. And my changes, because a lot of times, like even now, by the grace of God, I've had, you know, success in business. And so the way I move is different. And there were some friends that couldn't handle that. I didn't change. What changed was what I could do. And everybody ain't worried about that. Absolutely, Phil. First class has the best has the best leg room, but you know what got even better leg room is that Bargainier, the Bargainier uh, jet stream jet has way more leg room than I need. <laughs> and we get in there, but the whole the whole the whole point is when I was in that relationship, the whole time. All I kept hearing was, I feel bad because so-and-so can't go on the trip. I feel bad, you know, every time we go somewhere, I don't like posting pictures because people are going to think that we're, people are going to think what? People are going to think that, wow, Felipe left corporate America, started a business, was struggling when he first started, and now... Hey, he ain't struggling no more. They doing the daggone thing. They deserve that. That's that's what a real friend would do. But not everybody's ready for that. Not everybody's prepared for that. A lot of people like playing. I remember somebody was telling me you never see a you never see a flock of eagles. You don't see eagles hanging out, but you see chickens. It's a bunch of chickens. Chickens just everywhere. Like it's just, it's, but you don't see eagles and eagles, eagles. That's a bird of prey. Eagles take what they want. Bloom, come pick it up. Bye. I'm out. I got my, I got my dinner. They're nobody's food. And when you're acquiring wealth, you have to put yourself in a mindset that is different than probably anybody that you might even know now. And that's the reason why you have podcasts, why you have YouTube, why you have books. People stop reading. And I don't know why. Like books are some of the most powerful mind hacks that you can ever use.
Absolutely, CC. Mindset must shift. Small mindset. And Phil Reynolds said, and you don't see eagles trying to mate with chickens. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? Oh, Lord, I think we're going to have to raise the offering for Phil Reynolds. He done chimed in. We got a heavyweight match going on right here with Phil Reynolds and CC. <laughs> but people don't understand It's not your job or place to let people feel comfortable around you for doing good in life. That's not your job. That's the inside job that they got to do. They really love you because if you love somebody, if you got two dollars in your pocket. And they got trillions of dollars in their pocket. And you were their friend you wouldn't think any differently of them because your heart has nothing to do with money. The friendship has nothing to do with money. But if you have some type of jealousy, bitterness, hatred towards that person, and there are a lot of toxic friendships in this world, there are toxic relationships in this world that people are in where the people are trying to compete with you they don't want you to get higher than them and they will try to sabotage you. That's not a friend. So anybody that wants you to minimize yourself, I remember I, I, I was talking to somebody and they told me that, you know, why do I want so much? It ain't that I want so much. The universe, the universe desires me to have this much. God desires me to have this much. So why, why should I, why should I not take the full potential of everything that is within me? And that God, the universe, or whatever you subscribe to is getting, is trying to give me or wants or desires to give me. Why should I not take advantage of that? And I used to have a problem myself with, you know, feeling bad. Oh, man, you know, I uh, I remember when I, the first time I broke $100,000 off my business, I was like 20 like 26, 27 years old. I first made my first hundred thousand dollars and I was, uh, five, <laughs> I was working like four days. Uh, I was working like four days a month, making a hundred thousand dollars a year. And I used to feel bad because all my friends were in law school, med school or different, uh, uh, different graduate programs. And I used to feel bad. Like, man, you know, I don't need no more money because they're in school or, or I had friends on the other side of the spectrum that, you know, they, they were working in warehouses or wherever they had to work. And they weren't, they were barely making it. They were barely making $30,000 a year. Here I am making $100,000 a year working four days, a, work, work, working four days a month. And not really doing nothing. I mean, like, I mean, but I had worked my butt off the previous three years. Then, then that fourth year, it was like, bam. Like, and then God checked me like, hey, man, like, what you doing? <laughs> this is how me and God talk to each other. I just, hey, look, I don't know how God talked to y'all. But he was like, hey, bro. <laughs> he said, hey, bro. <laughs> what you doing? Why are you worried about 
people that ain't put in the work that you put in. I got stuff for them too, but they don't see it. They, they're not willing to take advantage of it. I didn't bring you here for you to be like, oh, wow, let me, let me just stop. I brought you here because I want you to see the impact that you're going to have on people. And I got a greater mission for you that has nothing to do with you. You getting wealth is going to allow you to help a lot of people. So I had to get past that in my mind, like, sorry, my mind, breaking my own rule around here. So I had to get past that because once I realized that it's not about them and it really ain't about me, like money is a tool. My whole purpose of doing what I do is to help people. I want to be able to help millions of people around the world. And the only way to do that is if you have money, right? So look, you can't let your spouse, your significant other, your friend, your mama, your baby mama, your baby daddy, sister, cousin, uncle, auntie, grandmama, Whatever. Dictate to you how far you can go financially. Wealth is an inside job. Number seven, the impact of keeping your mind in a wealthy place. For 15 years, my business had a double-digit increase every year. Some years, triple-digit increase every year. We rolled through. I started in 2003, the the, uh, employee benefits part. We rolled through 2008, which was the worst, you know, which was, you know, the, the, the Great Recession. I didn't feel it because my mind, I kept telling everybody, I ain't participating in this. I ain't, you know, it's a recession. Okay, I don't, I don't know nothing about that. So I kept my mind in a wealthy place. The one time I took my mind off, guess what happened? That was 2018. My mama died. My, my mama died. I lost a wife. No, I'd lose a wife. I went through a divorce, but I lost a wife in that sense. You know, I lost 80% of my, my income, but that was actually God reshaping and remolding me so that I could do what I'm doing right now for, for everybody. Once you learn how to keep your mind in a wealthy place, which all of those things that I just talked about, not being around broke people, studying people with money, believing that the impossible is possible, breaking the chains of your past, 
keeping a positive mindset and the impact of your upbringing. Once you get past all of that, fix all of that and keep your mind in a wealthy place, you will be wealthy forever. And the last and final point is the impact of expectation. The impact of expectation has everything to do with you have to expect that great things are going to happen to you. Great things don't happen to people that don't expect great things to happen. Did you get that? If you are constantly thinking that bad things are going to happen to you, guess what? Bad things are going to happen to you. I hear people say, I got the worst luck in the world. Well, hey, look, okay, it's been nice knowing you because you saying that, guess what? You're probably going to have the best, the worst luck in the world. And I reject that. That is not Felipe talking to himself. If you are expecting to be wealthy, guess what's going to start happening? Your mind goes on an assignment and goes, okay, just like earlier, CC talked about she needs that million-dollar idea. CC, it's there. It's there. Like I I remember what I what I what I what I did. Like, I mean, I just told God, I said, hey, I said, look, look, <laughs> I talked to God like this, y'all. I don't know. I know, I know some of y'all, God probably speak the king's english and you know but god comes to me like like i'm a educated brother from the south side of atlanta and so he talks to me just just like this i said hey hey god <laughs> hey god like man shoot <sighs> give me something that i can understand give me something that i can understand i touched my head give me something that i can understand Give me the wisdom that I need to become great in that. And guess what happened? He allowed me to understand business. He started bringing me to these books and bringing me to how to create a business, how to start a business, how to grow a business, how to like, I can literally look at your business and tell you what you're doing wrong, what you're doing right, what you need to do, the steps you need to. We just started a a digital agency within my firm. You know, we can actually do a done a done for you business now with the marketing, the digital marketing, the websites and all this good stuff. Like, I mean, but what that comes from is me focusing my mind, me aligning myself with people that God has brought into my life. Them seeing the vision that God has given me, them having their own vision, our collective vision. Boom, is explosive. But you know, I expected that. I expect in the next 10 years what my vision is. I can't tell you what my vision is because 
Oof. Some of y'all heads might explode. But I know that there are a lot of people listening right now that are going to be millionaires that listen to this podcast. I got coaching clients that I know are going to be millionaires. Probably some billionaires in there too. By the coaching that we provide, by the, because there are things that the old adage is if you want to go, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, you need a team. So, as long as you expect great things to happen in your life, you can have all the wealth that you deserve. I know that I will be and I am wealthy financially, wealthy in spirit, wealthy in relationships, wealthy physically. I think I said financially, but I got to say that again, wealthy financially. Because we all deserve abundance. God calls us to live an abundant life. I'm finna go through some of these comments. See, Mr. Anthony Robinson said, oh, he, he wrote a whole essay. Turkeys versus, <laughs> turkeys versus eagles. Turkeys are mass executed every year. Turkeys do not read. They buy the depreciating assets and hang out in bunches. Eagles fly alone and stay above all the BS. All right, then, brother. That's Mr. Anthony Robinson. CC said, mindset is the key. And Michelle, she got her Gemini bat symbol on here. Hard to help without that money as a tool. That's it. You can't help people if you ain't got no money. Because what are you doing? Like, what do all charities need money? So, okay, so do you can donate to a charity. You can become a missionary. But they still need money. Where are they getting the money from? So, make sure that at the end of the day that you are operating in a wealthy place that you're surrounding yourself with things that are congruent with your desire for wealth and the more you do that the faster you will see things happen things happen in your life and things are just start speeding up. And then next thing you know, you were like, man, like one of the things that I'm starting to see a lot is people that are congruent with my thought process. Phil being one of them, Dr. Manny being one of them. Hey, even Michelle, even, even Cece, a lot of people that y'all are hearing chime in, Anthony, that are chiming in on this podcast, <clears throat> on this live stream now, but you know, the podcast later, are people that, we're doing significant things with. And once you start to resonate and vibrate at a higher level, guess what? That's going to be some things that are going to get shaken off, but then you're going to start attracting all those ingredients that you need. 
And once you do that, you become unstoppable. And I know a lot of people have been asking me to do a a financial version of this show. So I got a treat for y'all on next week. You know, I know a lot of y'all finna go out here and get broke on on Sunday, spending $500 on dinner because they finna force y'all to have a five-course meal. Uh, But on next week, I'm working on something real special for y'all where we're going to break down some money habits. We're going to break down you know, I meet a lot of people that make a lot of money, but they have poor money habits. Like they don't know how to save. They don't know the proper vehicles to put their money in. Like they, you know, and I and I get it because I mean we're not taught, we're not taught the right way. The school, the educational system has failed us all when it comes to money habits. It's failed all of us. But why? Some of the biggest donors to school systems are banks, and banks don't want you to understand credit. They don't want you understanding this stuff. You get the power to start operating like them. You got a whole nother problem coming. So on next week, y'all, <laughs> just thinking about next week. So I'm, I, I am amped because we are going to go in next week and start teaching and start educating on this thing called money and what this thing. That's the reason why I started off. With wealth, because wealth is the end game. As Dr. Rodney Jackson, if y'all remember the episode, talked about the end game. You got to have the end in mind when you start the race. Who starts a race not knowing what a finish line is? A fool. How many people would start a race if they say, hey, look, run. That's all they said was run. <laughs> if they didn't have a finish line, you were just doing your best Forrest Gump impression. So the reason that God gives you vision, God shows you the finish line. And he's going to bring all the provisions in between time. So look, Michelle said, you start to attract the aligned people in situations. So true. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to be congruent. Like, you know, some people in relationships with people that ain't congruent with them. Like, hey, like, I, I've been there. You know, you start, you, you will have two economies in your household. You're like, how in the hell? How am I married to you? Or how am I relationship with you? And it's like we in two different worlds. Like, that's because they ain't growing with you. And that can help them with money too. Believe me, it can happen. And it does happen. I've been there. So look, next week, we're having a ridiculous, I know a lot of y'all going to be crying on Sunday. I might be right there with you crying on Sunday, you know, for all the lovers in the house. You know, y'all have an amazing Valentine's Day for everybody else. Work on your money. Work on your wealth strategies. Work on getting your mind right. And this is Felipe Barganier 
with the business of your mind. Signing off. I love you all. See you all next week. And we are out. If you want to get your business right, you've got to get your mind right. Business of your mind.